So hi, welcome to Good Noise Podcast. I'm Shane. I'm Glory. And we're here with... I'm Jeff. And I'm Cody, Sun Sleeper. And we're going to ask some questions today about their upcoming album, While You Can. So congrats on that, by the way. How do you feel about the response to the announcement so far? Pretty stoked. It just feels good to have announced it. Uh, it's kind of a long single rollout, so we had to bite our tongues for three singles before we were allowed to say hey it's actually part of a, a collection of songs so very excited that that even happened and then yeah see, people seem to be excited oh yeah i've been sitting here sure. patiently waiting to send kaylee an interview request because i was like there's all these singles and there's got to be something but there's nothing yet <laughs> <laughs> Yep, such as the new kind of way that the uh, album rollout seemed to be i don't know we're, we're taking our, our label's word for it and it's cool <laughs> it, it extends the album process i guess but personally i just I'm, I'm old school like one or two singles and then get the whole thing out there would have been ideal but but are we'll you like because like the whole thing is like oh prolong the streams are you like are you like at least noticing a boost in streams and and whatnot i mean you get more opportunities to get on playlists but truthfully not a lot of playlisting happening specifically on spotify um i've got on a couple with apple and amazon which we're super thankful for but yeah i don't know it just it's in my mind, it's just elongating the album cycle, which is cool. The original plan was to do a longer rollout because we actually recorded the record in 2020 mm -hmm. and we didn't even know if we'd be able to tour on it. So rather than like drop it quickly and not be able to like, you know, have the album cycle be a few months long, um, we're like, yeah, we'll do a lot of singles. And then lo and behold, by the time we actually started rolling out, shows are back, tours are back. Mm -hmm. So, but it works out. The songs will exist out, out in the world and that's all that really matters. Hell yeah. For sure. Uh, so is there any meaning behind the album title or cover art? Yeah. So um, While You Can is taken from a lyric on one of the songs that hasn't been released yet. Um, it's Feel What You Can While You Can. Um, it's kind of an overlying sentiment and theme, I feel like, while we were writing the record. Because it was, again, during lockdown and the pandemic, uh, the heat of the pandemic. And we mm -hmm. didn't know, you know, what we'd get to do ever again, you know, that kind yeah. of catastrophizing thought process i don't know what we will get to do with this album or just with life in general um so yeah feel what you can while you can like experience everything that you can because you don't know when <laughs> it could come to an end um mm -hmm. and yeah i think that was just a, a time frame where i also uh, at least myself um i was a little more learning about being more present and stopped being as future-minded or, or nostalgic found myself very much just trying to live in the now and appreciate it. So um, that was kind of the vibe. And then as far as artwork, um, we just, uh, we, we worked with a, a guy named Everett Fitch with uh, Refugee Media, or Refugee Content, um, close friend of our guitarist, Matt. And uh, we gave him the album early and gave him just some light theme, uh, thematic elements, and then told him, you know, come up with a concept that, that, feels authentic to you and the record and uh, he pulled it together it was meant to be sort of this dreamy 90s nostalgic but um surreal kind of feeling and i feel like he captured it really well he definitely did for sure yeah, oh, yeah. uh so can you tell us a little bit about your writing process for this album i mean this one's interesting because this is the first time that three out of five of the band members were part of the writing process hmm so the last uh, record in the EP was Jeff and Scott for the most part. And then uh, myself, Matt, Jacob, 
joint for this record. And uh, I feel like a lot of bands have their own way of writing. Like, there's one process, but Matt wrote some of the songs himself, like in his house, and uh, me and Jeff wrote some together, and then individually. I don't know, it was just kind of a sporadic and interesting process of just collecting 40 ideas, Mm -hmm. whittling them down, end up recording 10. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's a very interesting process. Yeah, I liked it. To to expand on what he was saying, yeah, we had kind of a, not necessarily a revolving door, but we had a lot of member changes early on and core songwriters for the uh, first EP and the first LP were uh, remaining members were myself and our drummer, Scott. Um, and uh, at the time, Matt was kind of uh, in and out of the project. So he, he contributed some ideas on the last record as well, but he didn't track them. Um, so the new record was the first time as a collective, we all collaborated. And yeah, it did look a little different because it was 2020 and we're separated, but near the end of the writing process, Cody started coming over and we'd have some whiskey writing sessions and just see what happened. And um, then we took all, yeah, like Cody was saying, all those songs to uh, our producer um, we recorded with Brett um, from the movie life, Carmen Stereo, I Am the Avalanche. Oh, you guys he did that uh, in all those barber, barbershop? Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. So we, we trekked out there, which was pretty much our first time leaving the States in, you know, since the, the pandemic hit, which was yeah. <laughs> kind of intimidating. But we, yeah, we, we traveled from Utah to Jersey and recorded over three weeks and the songs co- completely transformed from there as well. So. It's a cool, elongated kind of process this time around, and it was it's cool to go into all the, you know, the potentials rather than just this works. It was like this works, but let's make it better. For sure, that's really cool. All right. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah. Uh, so, what song off this album took the longest to write, and which one is each of your own personal favorites? Hmm. I'd say in the clouds probably took the longest to write. Matt came up with the, the the riff and the chorus like early on, probably the first idea for the new record, and um, uh, took a while to like lock down the vibe. Because again, we knew we wanted to go somewhere kind of new, but um, being that was the first track, we thought it also felt kind of familiar. So we tried to find a way to to you know, have that semblance of what we used to do, and then have a you know lead into our, our newer sound, like mm-hmm. what we were considering it. So that one took like the longest for sure um and as far as favorites i think probably quitter is my favorite and that song's not out yet but it will be out soon (laughs) um that one's very cool cody wrote that one um very 90s very uh reserved and dynamic Mm. i like it a lot oh yeah how about you yeah i'd say uh i agree with you first of all in the clouds like that was the first song we started writing and we didn't have it figured out until like the week before we left to record. Like it was very questionable if that was gonna come together the way it needed to, but it did. And my favorite is probably either Blemishes or Thief, which mm-hmm. will not be out until October. Probably. Yeah, Cody yeah. busts out his Ebo on Thief. That one's, that one's a real emo classic, honestly. Probably the saddest song we've written. <laughs> uh, so how did the track list for the album come about? Did you guys write the opening be the opener, close be a closer, to shuffle around, see what fits? What was that process like? Yeah, a lot of shuffling. Um, kind of by accident, we, we wound up with 
uh, like kind of a half and half situation where a lot of the songs were a little more uh, dreamy, soft and indie. And then uh, five of the tracks are a little bit heavier, um, mm -hmm. whether it be with guitar or with like context or, or just uh, subject matter. Um, so after going back and forth a lot, we ended up kind of kind of positioning it five of the softer five year ones in the front and then five of the heavier hitting ones at the end. Um, mm -hmm which also is kind of cool depending on what mood you're in. If you get a vinyl, it's like, oh, I'm in this breezy mood or um, I'm upset today. I want to hear rock riffs. You'll, and, you'll stick with side B. <laughs> and on the vinyl, does it split five and five? Yeah. Perfect. Perfect. That happens. <laughs> uh, so would you be able to tell us where your headspace is at while you're creating this record? Um, I think everyone was feeling pretty weird. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Just in the world and five of us. It's a heavy question. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I, I agree. Weird. Uh, unknown. A lot of unknown. As in, you know, not knowing what was next for not just our band, and, and, but like livelihood, family, friends, health. Like, mm -hmm. it's a terrifying time. Um, so I personally kind of use the music as an escape, something to focus on and I'm very task or process minded. So having something to you know, keep my mind out of the gutter and think, think about what could be, again, we're right back to future minded thinking, but in yeah. this case, it kind of helped. It was a nice coping mechanism to the, the terror of 2020. For sure. I'm glad you had that outlet. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, just to touch quickly back on the writing process, like obviously this pand pandemic record, did you guys write everything kind of separately or were there like Zoom writing sessions as well? Uh, a lot, a lot of remote um, on our own, sending ideas via email and then people adding to them on their own uh, again until it started getting a little bit safer and Cody would come over to my house and we'd write, but a lot of it was remote and just emailing each other and, uh, fleshing it out in person in the studio quite a bit. All right. All right. Uh, so how do you recommend your fans to listen to this album for the first time? Should I do it in the car with friends, in the dark with headphones on? Is it a workout album, party album? What do you personally recommend? That's such a good question. Thank you. Um, and I don't know if I can say it. <laughs> You'd say, say it, dude. Say it. Cody's going to say, uh, take some psilocybin mushrooms. <laughs> I go out to the desert. Oh my god! Partake definitely do before you listen. I don't know. I feel like most of our music is better listened to maybe driving around in the dark, not intoxicated. Mm -hmm. But yeah, something about having the windows down. It's night. Maybe you're driving alone or with a buddy. Very loud. <laughs> loud, definitely. I concur. I agree. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Different ways. You could also put on headphones. I don't know if you're a details person, but there's a lot of details in this record. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's the kind of record you listen to and you pick up something new every time. Just a weird little riff in the background. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was cool. Kind of cool how the production came about with Brett, where we had a, you know, again, this is the first time we were writing as a collective. And so we were making, you know, on purpose three guitars, if not more, to be important for a lot of yeah. the songs um, rather than just like, Oh, three guitars live. Someone will just play the root notes or something. But mm -hmm. um, yeah, with production, it ended up being kind of everything became one. Um, so 
it seems like not a ton is going on unless you're really listening and then you realize, oh, there's a sick math rock riff happening behind the chorus is in the clouds and mm-hmm. Cody's got his own uh, single note plucking pattern and I'm playing like it's, but it's so concise or like um, uniform, uh, but still so much happening that yeah, definitely multiple listens is recommended. All right. Oh, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so this one should be super, super quick off the top of your heads. I want you guys to describe this album for new listeners in three words. Three words each, no more, no less. Dreamy 90s rock. There you go. <laughs> uh, I just can't stop thinking about the album title for this. Just why you can. Damn, that's branding right there. <laughs> <laughs> we can't take that, though. Sorry, that's one of our rules. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um. It's not sad, but it's not happy either. I don't know. I feel like it's all about just letting it go. Letting there it you go. go. Letting it go. There we go. Nice, dude. See? You did it. Got yeah. it. Easy. Easy. Um, so in that same train of thought, but with not as much pressure, I promise, Cody, uh, is there a certain feeling or emotion you want listeners to have while going through the album? Um, just whatever's authentic to them. Um, obviously cool to be related to but we do write specifically even lyrically for people to put their own story to it um i feel like it's way more impactful rather than yeah this is about me and i was sad because my cat died or something like (laughs) they can put their own you know contexts and uh background story to it that's those are my favorite records like learned that early on from like a a manchester orchestra interview Mm -hmm. with andy hole he like will not explain a lot of his songs he's like you know, people come up to him talking about how certain songs will give them solace with these things they think that Andy went through. And he goes, not at all. I guess not at all what I was experiencing, but I'm so glad that that's what you, you came away with. So I guess just comfort, it's comfort and solace. I think I'm the opposite. Like, I want to tell everyone what your song is about. Oh, do like, it. <laughs> <laughs> I love to spill the beans. I think I want people to feel at the very end of the record. I like that. But Jeff, I do agree with you. Like I, as like an interviewer, I've just kind of stopped asking artists what a certain song means because usually it's, Mm -hmm. I don't want to tell you that. So it's like, I I know that most people, most people like to leave it up to interpretation, which is totally fine. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. I love that. Sure. Uh, So what is your favorite memory that you guys made while creating this record? No, no, no. Favorite memory. Oh. First thing that popped in my head was Cody and I, we we got an Airbnb and we had like bunk buddies kind of and Cody and I stayed in the same room and bed and uh, Cody gets kind of bonky sometimes and I'll be like half asleep and wake up and he's got like a wolf mask on standing in the frame of the door and just like backlight coming in like he had a pull-up bar like in the doorway and so he's just hanging on it looking at me. No. Okay. Nightmare. (laughs) You're the worst roommate. Oh my god. (laughs) Dude, I have Snapchat saved of it, bro. Oh my god. uh, Yeah. And then also just getting super bonky. We'd we'd stay up pretty we'd record until midnight or one and then go back to the Airbnb and want to hang out. Just Mm -hmm. uh watching scary tv shows and drinking and uh two of the members including cody um were first kind of uh i don't know how you say it. it's not starting a relationship but um 
talking a lot to the uh, people that ended up being their significant others during that rec- record uh, site or recording process, mm-hmm. which I thought was pretty cool. Um, yeah. He'd be outside till like 5 a.m. on the phone <laughs> talking to his now partner. <laughs> it was pretty cool. Yeah, it was pretty cool. There's this diving board nearby our Airbnb that just jump into a lake and you walk over to this thing. So I'd, I'd go over and just sit on this diving board at like you know, two in the morning talking to this girl. And after the record, I went and got her. Wow. Nice. That's so wholesome. That. <laughs> yeah, uh, a special time. So, yeah. Hell yeah. So picture this. You're on tour. You're at a gas station for a rest stop. What is your snack of choice? Mm. Combos. <laughs> Licorice. Yeah. Wallabies. Licorice. <laughs> All the things that make you feel terrible. Yeah. Monster energy drinks. Yeah. Oh kind of sworn off gas station. Yeah. I don't ride a dirt bike or anything. <laughs> monster energy drinks. <laughs> worst comes to worst, yellow Red Bull. Like that's if you I need to continue driving. Yeah. I try to abstain from the snacks. <laughs> Too many tours and just constant stomach aches going, What's going on? I'm like, maybe it's like the beef jerky and the taco bell for every meal. I don't know, dude. Like exactly. maybe it's <laughs> disgusting. Well, what flavor is yellow Red Bull? I've never heard of that. It's tropical. I'm not sure exactly. I feel like that's another like what's your favorite Gatorade? question like mm-hmm. if you know what the actual flavor is you're probably a cop so let's just say <laughs> yellow yeah. red bull glory yeah. lives in virginia White. and claims that in virginia they only have regular red bull i had yeah. no idea because here in new jersey they've got like an entire wall of all the different flavors and shit so really yeah they only yellow. have the regular one you got to try the yellow one it puts the the normal one to shame Okay. Bar none. I've never had that. the normal one. I'm going to be completely honest with you. I've never had Red Bull. <laughs> really good. I way. envy you. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. So actually, on the topic of food, if the band was a dish, what dish would the band be and why? Ooh, deep dish piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, I don't know. Stromboli. I don't know. We our diets like we're the most uh, volatile with our dietary. Yeah, dude. Like <laughs> I go in extremes. A lot of the members used to be vegan or now vegetarian, and some of us yeah. sold out. Yeah, everyone sold out. Honestly. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, we we are very versatile. What is like the most versatile food? Like I don't know, a pizza with everything on it. Ooh. Everything. Veggies. How do you guys feel about pineapple on pizza? Yeah, I'm in. I'm down. In the right context, I'm down. Okay, I'll take that. Yeah, yeah. There's a barbecue chicken pizza that's at a, a pizza place called Village Pizza right by my house. That's really dope, and it's got pineapple on it. Ooh, but pineapple and good. cheese by itself, nah. Oh. Nah. <laughs> He's down with it. Ooh. Okay. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> All right. Uh, so for the last couple of questions, we're going to shift completely away from music and go straight to death row. Boom. So if you're on death row, what would your last meal be with a drink? I probably want the drink to be just a bunch of whiskey or something. <laughs> and you don't want to like eat something and lose your buds, so probably just like some rice or something. You just want to stay as buzzed as possible. Yeah, just like uh, respect. Just a little snack. 
that's very thoughtful. Another thoughtful answer from Cody. Worrying about the metabolizing of food right. to alcohol ratio. That's tight. Um, yeah, I don't know. Probably like a, one of those. If you go to Las Vegas, they have um, Cantina Taco Bells. Mm. And they just they just slap different. I don't I don't understand. But they have boozy Baja Blast, so like a frozen Baja Blast with tequila in it. And then after you've drinking that, their quesadillas just are fire. They're the best Taco Bell quesadillas you'll ever have. So wow. I don't know. Just a yeah, cheese quesadilla, boozy Baja Blast, maybe a side of nacho chips and cinnamon twists. Mm-hmm. You're um, done. But like prime, you know what I'm saying? Not like day old chips. Like uh, they just, they're right on it. Yeah. Know? They just pulled them out of the fryer. Yes. Mm, mm-hmm. Nothing like it. It hits different. Oh, yeah. 100%. <laughs> uh, so if you could live in one fictional world for a week, where would you live? That's tough. That's tough. Um, maybe like the Adventure Time world. Oh, you like that. Huh? That's good. Oh, yeah. I'd be it. Or, or Breaking Bad world. I don't know. I'd want to see all that go down. <laughs> From like afar, right? Or do you want to be like cooking with him? I want to be like in Albuquerque, in the same neighborhood. Just like sometimes people go missing, there's like gunshots <laughs> over here. <laughs> That's cool. I like that. I'll take it. Yeah. I can't think of anything, man. Like Twilight Zone, like a Twilight Zone episode world. Ooh. Like something that's like surreal and not real. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but there's so many episodes. I don't know which one I'd want to be in. Maybe the one with William Shatner with the little gremlin on the window, and he keeps popping up. And then every time he's like, "There's a, there's a gremlin out there!" And it just flies away, <laughs> and he's gone. It's crazy, but oh that would be fun to experience, like mm-hmm. sitting next to William Shatner. Speaking of which, homie went to space, and he's Captain Kirk. So shout out William Shatner. Oh, shout uh, out not Jeff Shatner. Bezos, but William Shatner. Oh. No, never Jeff Bezos. <laughs> Fuck yeah, Bezos. He may have facilitated Captain Kirk going to space, but no. Jeff Bezos has ruined the names of Jeff. Mm-hmm. Definitely. 100%. Uh, <laughs> so I have done a best and last question, and every single person that we've spoken to have said that it is the most important question. What's, what's your favorite color? Aquamarine. Ooh. Right now. As I'm feeling aquamarine today. Mm-hmm. The older I get, or I say, I think it's yellow. Is that messed up? No, nah, dude. Rock, you rock yellow. it. Yeah. It's a nice vibe. Pale yellow. Like uh, citizens, everybody's going to heaven. Yellow. Mm. That's, That's good. I'll take it. Yellow is the best color, so correct answer. <laughs> All right. Oh. Uh, so as I said, that's all the questions we have today. Is there anything that you guys would like to plug? No, just uh, support local music. If you're from Salt Lake, check out World's Worst. They're the homies. Support DIY. Um, respect your friends and family. <laughs> Straight edge. What about you, Cody? I said it best. <laughs> Good plugs, guys. Uh, well, well, thank you for style. This guy's been Jeff and Cody from Sun Sleeper, and we have been the Good Noise Podcast. <laughs>